Michael. How are you? I'm hanging in. How are you, my friend? I'm hanging in, too. Lots going on, traveling the world. I thought it was going to be easier, but it's... Um, <laughs> It takes its toll on you, but there's a lot of exciting, important things happening. Yeah. Traveling uh, uh, doesn't get easier, I've discovered. When I go to Africa, I'm like, I don't remember it being this difficult even last year. What is happening here? Yeah, you're not alone. We're just, um, we're getting older by um, a little bit. A little bit, not much. Yep. But I love it. I love what I do. And then, you know, what happens once you get to your destination is really great and a lot to be thankful for. And um, I never thought I'd be touring the world, you know, when I, 50 years ago when I was signed to Epic. Um, I was just happy to happy to make music. And what amazing music you make. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And look at you. can't remember when it was we talked about your uh, leap of faith into the next uh, evolution of your experience at radio, and now you basically dominate radio. Well, I told you I was going to take over the world with your sappy love songs, and and I think we you did that together. You weren't kidding. Though. <laughs> yeah, no, God is good. I I I still love being on the air today as much as I ever have. But the travel, yeah, the travel is tough. Yeah. That's what I'd say. i say once we get there, when it's showtime, it's all worth it. You know, and the audience is, I'm so grateful for, but it's the to and from. It's the to and from. (laughs) Don't you wish that, you know, we could do what they did in Star Trek, you know, and just hop in that machine and dematerialize and beam us up, Scotty? Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Maybe in our lifetime we'll see it, but, you know. I'm not knocking it. I'm, I'm right now. I'm focused on Detroit. I'm I'm in the studio, um, building next album. I'm getting ready to tour Australia for a month, and something that I started five years ago is the Detroit comeback story. So that's what and, we're going to talk about today. You yep. you produced a movie. Yes, in the process of touring and recording, and my day job. Your day job. Very, very good day job. Um, we found in Detroit, you know, besides the great music that has been coming out of Detroit since, since at least my childhood, um, that finally, um, people are investing large amounts of money and resources to bring back Detroit, to rebuild and bring it back. And it's, the film is not about just the, the wealthy people who love Detroit and are, you know, giving people the tools and buildings and space and all of that. It's We've also filmed a lot of the individuals who make Detroit a great place to be. And going back there, every time, um, the last five years, every time we went back to film, there were new restaurants, new stores, more people in the offices until the last time we were there, there was like 90 to 95% full occupancy in all the buildings that um one very uh, generous and, and smart investor um, decided to, to go ahead and, and dive all the way in. So that's Dan Gilbert from Quicken Loans. And then the Illich family, who owned the Red Wings and the Tigers, and um, one of the most beautiful theaters in the world, the Fox Theater, uh, just happened to you know have his family scrape some money together and buy a pizza place 
that they would name Little Caesars Pizza. Little Caesars. Oh, Little my gosh. Little Caesars Pizza, which allowed them to buy the Tigers and the Red Wings. Um, and they're now building 50 city blocks of living space, working space, play space, 50 blocks of redevelopment. So that's really exciting. It's exciting for me to see it's, it's a great American dream comeback story and will be one of the biggest comebacks in history for a city in America. So we love being a part of it. And we fell in love with so many of the people there that it's an emotional thing to watch the movie five years later, the edited final form. And it's going to be released on the 15th of May, one day only, in about 500 theaters across America. And people can find out where by going onto my um, website, um, Bolton.com. And um, they can also go on FathomEvents.com. And it's exciting. It's a lot of work and finally come to fruition. And Now, what if what if somebody is, you know, my daughter, Shayla, who you met many years ago, mm-hmm. is expecting mm-hmm. a baby any day? What if we're in the delivery <laughs> room and we miss the fathom of it, Michael? What do we do? How can I see the Detroit story? Or what if you I'm, know you know, what? on the air doing this little radio show? Delilah. I have a feeling you know people in high places who can get you that film. <laughs> I know, but how yeah. about my listeners who, who who don't know Craig Kitchen or somebody? Like, is there a way to see it if they miss the Fathom event, or is this just like a get yeah, there? If, if they don't see it on the 15th where it airs in theaters, they're going to have to wait until we decide who we're going with for the release of it for worldwide distribution. So we have some offers and we're negotiating and we're going to choose the best partner who's going to give it the longest, healthiest life possible so that um, everyone can see it. And we're not going to drop it off where it'll air one time only. This is a limited release in theaters, but it's a big splash um, to get into 500 theaters for a documentary. It's unusual. So tell me about and, some of the artists you've mm-hmm. got and some of the music that we're going to hear when we go see it. Well, some of the artists who are mind-blowing are Aretha Franklin, first of all, who still lives uh, in Detroit and loves it. And she talks about her childhood um, through her becoming years and developing years and her friendship with Smokey Robinson. Um, How cool. Sandbox together. How cool must it be? For somebody who was there in the heyday and then saw the demise to be able to witness the phoenix rising from the ashes. That's just got to be the best. It just gave me me chills. Um, That is really amazing. And we talk about it. And they all are aware because in the last five years, everyone has seen the growth. You you can't miss it, really. Um, But... Yeah, I'll tell you this. I noticed even the very first request we put in for artists and and icons to step forward and, you know, and basically talk about Detroit. They all were all in. When can we do this? Where do you want us? You know, um, Smokey Robinson is mesmerizing in his stories and his memory of, um, you know, the the mega studio of Motown, which is in a, a little house, basically where hundreds of number one records came out of. Um, But Smokey talks about his childhood and says um, he didn't realize he was poor until he wasn't. Everybody had the same thing growing up, and everybody loved music, and he was surrounded by great, talented people. 
but he's one of the ones who, you know, has this infinite career, and he speaks with such youth and and, and great energy, and again so highly. Um, his memories of Detroit are, are so deeply embedded. And then you've got people like Francis Ford Coppola, my, one of my favorite directors in my lifetime. And I never thought, why is Francis Ford's name, why is Ford his middle name? Because that's the hospital where he was born. Um, Jerry Bruckheimer, one of the most successful producers of TV and film, um, is just raving about Detroit and his family and upbringing. Alice Cooper, did you know he was from Detroit? I did not know that. One of, one of the nicest people you will ever meet, by the way, um, uh, and my golf buddy. Um, and he was really happy to talk about all the sports that they used to go to and and how, uh, you know, one block down is an Italian family, Italian neighborhood, a block from them is our Greeks and from them uh, Polish and they all got together and played baseball every day. That was their common connection. Um, everybody basically created this love fest. So we've, we call this movie a love letter to Detroit, not just from me um, and enjoying and, and being attached to so many great people, but from all of these iconic legends, artists, producers, directors, um, moguls um, who are coming and giving back to Detroit. It's a love letter. And uh, a, a lot of the negative and the darkest parts of Detroit's history have been covered. But no one has come in and said, wait a second, take a look at what's going on here. And this is a city that used to be the fourth largest city in America. And we have archival footage that uh, comes from the 20s, 30s, and 40s, and you see Detroit looking like New York at its peak hour, people filling the sidewalks and overbrimming, basically, with energy and life and culture. And now all of that's coming back. But they're also it's also a city where, during World War II, the auto uh, manufacturers turned their factories into um, an arsenal for democracy, basically building armored vehicles that went over for our troops during the war. A lot of people don't know that either. Detroit's given us a lot. And I think there's plenty of good reason to take a look at um, how did, how great Detroit has been for us, but also how the future is looking really bright there. And so if you're an artist or if you're into a tech company um, or any type of business at all, there are opportunities in Detroit. And so we cover that and we recommend it. There's this amazing woman, uh, Veronica Scott, who um, her place uh, is called the Empowerment Plan. She hires only women who are homeless, um, takes them from shelters, gives them jobs and skills. And they wind up getting homes, being reunited with their families. And um, she's one of our champion heroes. We have a lot of great people, individuals. Um, it's not just companies giving back, but it is still really important that the big three automakers continue doing well because they employ a lot of people and they give a lot back to their communities. There's, there's so many great stories inside this one big story, but it's um, American Dream Detroit, and it's May 15 all across the country. And our website's um, my michaelbolton.com will will lead you to where you can get tickets and where it's playing, 
And then after that, as you said, um, it will air, it'll air as soon as we decide who our partner is going to be around the world, whether it's going to be television, cable, or streaming. We'll soon find out. We'll soon know. How exciting. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I can tell you are in love with Detroit like like when you fall in love and give your heart completely you are just smitten. Well, you just you just made it sound like poetry. But, but it uh, is poetry. It is poetry. And and when you were just talking about what's the the woman's name who has the empowerment project? Veronica, Veronica Scott. When you impact lives and build families or rebuild families or reconnect families, you're changing the world. You're changing the world for good. You're change. You're not just impacting that family because it has a ripple effect and it impacts the whole community. So, you know, people like going and seeing movies about superheroes and and people with magical powers. But these are the real superheroes because their magical power is rebuilding lives. That's so exactly what this one courageous, inspired woman does in Detroit day in, day out. And uh, John Varvatos, um, during, I was interviewing these people, if you can imagine me on the other side of the interview. Um, John Varvatos went and checked out her place um, and said that he would love to be in business with her. Everybody's amazed by her, by her work and her energy and what, what she's doing for individuals and families. And you're right. It does. It changes the world. It changes one the person, world. One family at a time. So if if a woman has, I know you're you're acutely, keenly aware of domestic abuse. If a woman is homeless because yeah. she has suffered domestic abuse, or because she suffers from alcoholism, or drug addiction, or mental illness, chances are her kids are in foster care, mm. or farmed out to a family or a friend. So when her life is restored, their lives are restored. That impacts the whole community. Yeah, that's so right. You know all about this. This is, um, you know, the patterns that are cyclical. You know, you you break those cycles by creating self-esteem in individuals. And, I mean, it, it's all good. It's very heavy subject matter that's very necessary to address. And I appreciate you talking about it. And, it kind of sounds like Detroit was a homeless woman for a while. Detroit was a, a beautiful, beautiful gem, a gorgeous, musically talented, shining 
you know, star and then through a series of misfortunes became that homeless woman and now is being restored to not only her former glory, but something far better. That's another amazing metaphor. I'm writing it down. If you don't mind, I'm going to use it. Use it. Use it, Michael, and keep changing the world for good. I'm so proud to know you. Um, Likewise. Ditto. So proud to know you. Great to hear your voice. Well, good luck. I haven't seen you in a long time. We need to get together and catch up. Last time, I I, I tell our story, Michael, when I do my public Mm -hmm. speaking, and and I tell people Mm -hmm. the truth that I had a major, (laughs) major... Major crush on you. <laughs> and you invited me to, to come and spend some time with you. And I didn't know that showing up with eight of my kids was a bad idea. Oh, that was not a bad idea at all. That was fun. That was a fun day. Yeah. Remember you climbing your waterfall with a broken thumb? Um, vaguely. Uh, yeah, fractured thumb. You had fractured um, your thumb and my son climbed the top of your waterfall and you heroically went and saved him? I remember these things, Michael. All, all in a day's work. No, that was fun. And um, it was, we had a beautiful day there, too. But um, just hoping it's a very positive memory. As I was tr- trying to explain to people that we had some important guests coming up to Connecticut. So I don't know how you do it. I have no idea. I know um, three. my three daughters um, were more than enough to raise especially the teen years, and... Um, and I'm adopting a two-year-old. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're a saint. I'm, I'm crazy is what I am. <laughs> <laughs> you're a crazy saint. All right, the Detroit Project. What's the, what's the official title? American Dream Detroit. American Dream Detroit, but it's really a love letter to Detroit. May 15th, I will be there. I will find my way. I will figure out a way to to make that happen, and uh, and we can all fall in love with the, the beautiful woman Detroit is now. That sounds perfect to me. That's music to my ears. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for being here. The same. Give me some Thank new you. music to play, too, dude. I'm going to. Promise? I'm working on it now, right now, in Los Angeles. Um, I, I can't talk much about it, but it's it's going to be a very, very lush, powerful record. We need you. <laughs> My sappy love song show needs you. <laughs> and if you could hook up with Smokey and have him do something new with you, that'd be great. Yeah, Smokey, that's an idea. I love him. He's, a, he's an inspiring guy. He still sings like, beautifully and tours and gives us... Um, inspiration about what the future's like if you take care of your voice. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of great guests. There's, there's an Eminem appearance in the film as well, in the commercial he did, and he doesn't do very much like that, so it was very um, impactful, but he did something for Detroit. That's a really powerful statement. But, you know, Smokey and I, we're, we'll, we'll show up again somewhere together. Okay. Michael Bolton... Thank you for being on The Delilah Show. I love you. I love you, too. I hope to see you soon.
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.